Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. This morning I want to you to turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 22. This morning we're going to look at a dimension of our lives that determines whether we're going to be victorious Christians in these strange times and achieve the goals, uh, the challenges for which Christ has made us or whether we're going to just sit around, sit around in our, in our comfortable chairs at home making great plans, uh, proclaiming all that we're going to do and yet, never ever getting round to doing anything for Jesus. The title of my message is Ships That Never Sail. And it comes to us from 1 Kings, and we're going to have a look at just one verse. Verse 48. Now, this one verse, upon first glance, seems rather innocuous. It's just there. It does not seem to say that much. But when we put it up against the, the human condition of our lives, we find that this scripture has volumes to say. So 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 48 says this, Jehoshaphat made merchant ships to go to Ophir for gold, but they never sailed for the ships were wrecked at Ezion Gerber. Friends, here in this verse of scripture, we find that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, the son of Asa, is filled with great plans, great ideas, and great schemes for his kingdom. He was going to build a fleet of ships, sail them to Ophir, which is in the land of Southwest Arabia, and it was a stopping off point from ships coming from India uh, that brought many riches. And there he was going to fill them with gold. Then he was going to bring this gold back to his kingdom so that he could enrich it. But something happened, something unforeseen, something unexpected and Jehoshaphat's plans never came to fruition he had had his men labor and work and design and build these ships to make them the best that there was until they were ready to go untold riches lay at the end of the voyage but something happened that literally destroyed his dream and from what we know from scripture, his dream was never accomplished later on. While these ships lay at harbour in Ezion Gerber, a city port near Elat, which is on the Gulf of Aqaba, a sudden unexpected storm arose at sea and it made its way towards the port of Ezion Geber. And because all the ships were harboured there, Every one of them was smashed, wrecked, and destroyed as the winds whipped them together. They will have smashed into each other and probably into the docks as well. So the bottom line was that Jehoshaphat's fleet never sailed 
and his dreams never became reality. And as I read this verse last week, my thoughts told me that what we have here is an example of a lot of people's lives. These people, we dream big, they dream big, and they start out dreaming of great accomplishments and adventures. I'm going to do this. We're going to change that. But somehow, they just never get round to seeing those dreams become realities. Their lives are a bit like these ships, vessels full of good intentions, but they just never, ever set sail. And as I was thinking about this, I believe the Lord dropped into my heart some of the reasons why, why they never set sail. Some of the reasons why some of us never accomplish what we're capable of. Some of the reasons why some of us never fulfill the things that God has placed on our hearts. And this morning, I'd like for us to contemplate, to think about these things so that we, if we, so that we find these things latent in our lives. We find ministries hidden, uh, but not yet developed. We might just get them out and start using them before our own fleet. Our vessel is irreparably damaged, wrecked and lying at the bottom of the sea. Now, let me hasten to say that sometimes we're not always responsible for the storms in our lives. Storms that come our way and batter us. And sometimes, regardless of what we do, the winds of adversity will blow on our lives and they will wreck even the best played, laid plans and there is nothing that we can do about it. But in most cases, the direction of our lives is the result of the choices that we make or fail to make that determines where our lives go and what happens in our lives. Jehoshaphat chose to put his ships together in a closed harbor at that time of year, he made a bad choice. And as I was reading this, it reminded me of that film, Forrest Gump, where Forrest buys this ship to go shrimp fishing at the end of the, towards the end of the story. And he's out in the boat when the storm hits. All these other boats, the, his competition were all destroyed because they were back in the harbor. Jehoshaphat, as a result of this storm, never sailed his ships and his dreams never became realities. Yes, he made a bad choice. So what are some of the things that keep, keep our ships from sailing? Keep us from living the full abundant life that God would have us live? Keep us from going forth in our ships and bringing in the blessings of God on our lives. Well, the first reason our ships never get never set sail is because we want to stay safe in the harbor and never sail into danger. Friends, we are by nature a people who like things safe. Most of us are not very adventurous. We like the comforts of knowing how things are. We like the comfort of familiar things around us. We like the comfort of familiar faces alongside us. 
we get comfortable. And, as, and so as a people, we don't like change. Have you ever seen what happens in a supermarket, the fuss, when you move the porridge from aisle one to aisle three? It's frightening. It's scary. We don't like change. So when we get into the routines of life, we're terrified, terrified to step out into the unknown. And it's that fear that keeps us from going forth and bringing back the gold from the land of Ophir. And I want us to know today that without risk, there is seldom reward. And sometimes, friend, we just have to go throw caution to the wind. We just have to go for it and realize that our lives are in the hands of a living God. We must realize that while there may be hard winds, gales, and even hurricanes out there on the sea of life, he will see us through. He is going to see us through, friends. So this morning, let's set sail. Staying with the metaphor of the sea and sailing. Let me show you what I mean. In 2 Corinthians 11 verse 25, we find that the Apostle Paul was out there. He was doing the business. He was out there doing the will of God. He was out there fulfilling God's calling on his life. And yet in scripture, we find that he was three times, he says, I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have spent in the deep. But praise God, he didn't stop him from his mission. Praise God, he wasn't put off by his missteps on his journey, mishaps, sorry, on his journeys. God is saying to us this morning, that we should not be afraid. He is saying, do not be afraid to launch out. Launch out into the unknown because he is with us. And do you know something? Because of him, there is no unknown. Only what we have in our minds. And even though things may get rough, even may get tough, if we'll stay in the ship and keep trusting in the Lord, it doesn't matter how much the storm rocks our world. It doesn't matter if it cracks our timbers. It doesn't matter if we feel that we're going to be swamped, washed overboard even. We will stay afloat and accomplish what God has called us to do because he is with us. I've heard this so often that it's almost become a cliche to many of us. But the truth is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Someone once said, tough times do not last, but tough people do. I don't know about the last part of that statement, but I am certain about the first part. Tough times do not last, but people with faith in the Lord do. Friends, we can outlast the storms of life. Now, you may be thinking this morning, but preacher, you don't know how big and black my ocean is. You don't know what's at stake. And you know what? You're absolutely right. I don't know. But I do know one thing. I know what Joshua and Caleb said at a crucial point in the history of the Jewish people. You see, God had brought the people out of Egypt and provided for them in the desert. He had done many marvelous signs and wonders, but these people 
saw the trials and the darknesses that lay before them, they rebelled and wanted to go back. Comfortable life. To go back to the comforts they knew, the way they knew. They were filled with fear and not faith. But listen to what God says to them through Joshua and Caleb. If the Lord is pleased with us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they shall be our prey. Their protection has been removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Friends, the only thing we have to be sure of in our lives uh, that our lives are pleasing to God and that, that the Lord delights in us. Yes, we might have to struggle. Yes, we might have to go through some dark times, but praise God, we will survive. And not only that, we will conquer and we will achieve what God has called us for to do. Right now, there is a lot of fear in our country, a lot of fear in our cities and in our towns. And as much as this government paints a positive picture, our economy is a bit iffy. People are looking at their jobs and seeing and feeling a bit insecure. And they're lacking a bit of confidence because things are looking a bit bleak. We don't know where it's going to go. But I want to assure you today, our God is still on the throne. And he may not, we may not be able to see what he's doing, but trust me, he's working all things out for our good. I know, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to have faith and victory when there's no storm. But it's another to have faith and victory in the eye of a hurricane. So don't allow fear or our safety of the, of the harbour to keep us. Keep us from going forth. Keep us from stepping out. Keep us from setting sail and accomplishing our goals. It may be taking on a new field of work. It may be taking on a new ministry for God. It may be just being able to wait in faith. But whatever it is, the land of Ophir is waiting. The land of blessings is waiting. The land of riches is waiting. The land of destiny is waiting. Is that you today? Did God give you something to do years ago or maybe even just last week? And you just haven't got round to doing it yet. Well, God is speaking to you this day. So let's set sail with God as the helmsman and the Holy Spirit as our sails. How can we go wrong? A second reason why ships never sail is we put off until tomorrow what God is calling us to do today. If Jehoshaphat had given the order to set sail just a day earlier, his fleet would have been saved and his kingdom would have been enriched. But instead, he procrastinated, he delayed, he dilly-dallied, he put off till tomorrow what he could have done today. And how many of us have done that? I know I have. Friends, don't put things off for a more convenient season. 
for there is no day like today. One of the saddest verses in scripture, in my mind, is found in Acts chapter 24, verse 25. The Apostle Paul is preaching, he's witnessing to Felix, the Roman governor of Judea, about Christ. He's telling them about Jesus. And Felix, instead of seizing the moment and gaining eternal salvation, he says in the verse, Felix became frightened and said, go away for the present. And when you, I find time, I will summon you. And as far as we know, friends, from Scripture, Felix never did what he did put off that day. Are we putting off something in our lives? Something we know that God wants us to do? Are we ruling our lives by procrastination or by power? Are we being decisive and deliberate in our lives? Some of us might say, well, preacher, what if I make a mistake? What if I fail? And I'll say to you, you probably will. But God has ways of taking even the worst mistakes and making them right. If we just seek his will. And more importantly, seek to live his will out in our lives. This morning, friends, let our ships sail. Let those plans that God has placed in our hearts, maybe years ago, let them unfurl. And remember, let's not lose our vessels in the harbour without ever letting them set sail. And the final reason why our ships never sail is we're afraid to try for fear will make a mistake. Now, I know I've already just touched on that point, but I want to elaborate it a little bit further. Friends, it's not a sin to fail. It's not a sin to take a misstep. Over the years, I've got O-levels, A-levels and a degree in failure. It's not a sin to try something that doesn't work because it's only by trying and by making the mistakes do we really know what doesn't work. I read the other week about this church, one of the 10 fastest churches, growing churches in America. The pastor was sharing his early experiences and he said something that thrilled my heart. He said, we made up our minds as a congregation that we were going to grow. And, and that we were not going to die or just stay a handful of people. And so we started out trying things to see if they would work. Some did, some didn't. But we never let our failures deter us. We saw our failures in a positive light. So, we, so when we knew what would not work, we then tried something different. Here at PCF, we're not afraid to try new things. In fact, one of our headings in our culture statement is risk takers. We take calculated faith-based risks. We are willing to give it a go. We are willing to make the odd mistake. Friends, this morning, let's not be afraid to experiment, to try new things either in our lives or in our church. So we make the mistake. So what? Who hasn't? 
But remember this, to fail to try, to fail to experiment is a sure way, a sure way to lose our ships and see that they never sail. Do we want our ships to sail? Then follow what the word has shown us today. Don't be afraid to sail off into dark, dangerous unknowns as long as Jesus is in your ship. Don't procrastinate. Go on and do and do and do what you feel God would want you to do, but do it today. And don't be afraid of mistakes. Friends, the blessings of God, the victories of God are out there. Seize them now, today, and let our ships sail. God bless you all this morning.